All right, welcome back. Uh, this is going to be actually my second interview. Uh, my first interview was actually with Khalid Jones with Think Detroit. Um, so shout out to Khalid Jones. Check out my last episode. Uh, right now I got Ashley, a uh, best friend of mine. Um, she has a brother who is in the NFL. So, uh, Ashley, go ahead and tell the people a little bit about yourself. Well, There's usually a, a part where you talk. A little bit about myself. I am the eldest of three brothers. Um, I am 28 years old. My name's Ashley. I got a good friend here <laughs> with me. Put me on the spot, by the way, guys. It's not really on the spot. Didn't really get to brainstorm on this one, so more on the spot. But you're not, uh, not going to have to brainstorm. It's going to all come natural. So basically, uh, this comes like I said, second interview uh, with Ashley. Uh, so basically, just talking about her brother who's in the NFL. He got drafted in the fourth round. Fourth round, Ashley. How does that make fourth you feel? Fourth round, fourth round, hundred twenty fifth pick. Felt great. It felt great to have somebody around you that's actually successful. And do you think that? Do you, right now, like honestly, do you think that's like? Do you think he's successful? Like, do you think that's that's it? Like, everything is good? Yeah. I mean, when you think about what we thought of as youths, even as adults, what success is, he's pretty much that. Like, you got to think about um, the financial piece. You think about the stability piece, the stuff that you, you haven't had, the stuff you, you never imagine having and then all of a sudden it's given to you at, at one time so i mean if i got it i would consider it success for but would you consider it success for your whole family like you know what i'm saying like that's 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 your brother like how did you feel when they call his name during the draft oh that was that was a whole nother feeling i mean it was it was great all together but it was just like it was unbelievable because you don't you don't really put yourself in that position until it happens you don't really think stuff like that until it happens but mostly because you felt like your family was more so or not even like the whole family but a piece of your family is now greater right so you got you got siblings that eh, you know you got siblings that don't don't always do what they're supposed to do mm-hmm. And then that's just gonna be, and then you got another sibling that's doing bigger things that you could ever imagine. So it's it's a little different. I mean, it's kind of hard to explain because it's not happening to me, right? Overall, right? But it's still like a piece of me right. is like there. So I mean, I mean, you saying like it's not happening to you overall, but I mean, in a sense, it is because I mean, you went to school for uh, almost a hotel restaurant management. I forgot that was my, <laughs> I forgot I went to school for that sports marketing. So you went to school for sports marketing, and mm-hmm. when you decide that your major is going to be sports marketing, I'm saying, what did you what did you want to do with that degree? So ultimately, I wanted to. I'm sorry, it was sports management, but I did marketing as well. But um, I wanted to coach. And then I also wanted to be an agent. So this was like, when you kind of put all that together, though, it was like, dang, this could this could possibly happen. Now, obviously, he is brand new. He's a rookie. This is his first year um, as an Eagle. So it's just fresh to him. He's still learning the ropes and things like that. And hopefully, as he go and he if he does get a second contract, oh, he's going to stay healthy. 
I would be able to pursue that, that part of my dream. So that's phenomenal when you think about it. Right, and that's what I'm saying because it all kind of ties into it because it's crazy. Like, thinking about it, it's like, okay, you went to school for sports management. So it's mm-hmm. like nine times, like most of the time we get a degree in something that we don't even we don't even end up doing. We, you'll have a degree in one thing and end up doing something else. So for me, it's like, dang, like this is it. But at the same token, you don't want to – you don't necessarily ride your brother's fame, but at the same time, it's like, right. what, what is, what is he there for? What, you know what I'm saying? You're supposed to uplift your family, bring your family along. Just like if one of your friends had did the same thing, like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't play sports other than track, but let's say for some crazy freakish reason, I would have uh, made it during track. You know what I'm saying? I would definitely bring my friends along. So for you, what does that mean for you when you think about, okay, cool. I had this degree in sports management. My brother's in the NFL. How do I get to my next move without seeming like I'm riding his fame? Right. So everything, I mean, every situation is a little different with us. um, Every family is different as well. And that wasn't like the first thing on my mind. Like I, I still haven't really thought about that until it's brought to my attention. Um, What I think about more so is just like, we we actually none of us actually grew up like completely together right. we grew up younger obviously same mother um in the same household for a short period of time and then we kind of all branched out uh i went to my dad's he went to his family on his dad's and my younger brother stayed with her so it wasn't like you know how when something happens to an immediate person like somebody really close to you you're like dang this is it for me right I don't think that feeling ever took place. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it's a little different. Because, like, could you think of one person in your family that you think you really, really, like, right there with? And if something happened to them, you know, like, right then and there, oh, this is me too. Yeah. Who? I, my brother, Javante, for sure. What if, about your other brothers? Uh, well, my other brothers are not in a position to do anything that I would feel like I'd be riding their coattail, riding their fame. I'm not saying it like that. I'm saying think of like the relationship though. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, in that aspect, um, I would say, I would say, yeah, my, so my say right up under me. your oldest brothers, I mean, your oldest sister is uh Toya. Right. So, so if she hit the mega meals for 3 million, right. You rich too? No, no, not necessarily. See, and that's another topic. Uh, when it, when it comes to, like the lottery, you hear a lot of people like, oh, so if I hit the mega million, you know, I'm going to break you off. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Or, you know what I'm saying? If I hit the mega million, you don't have to worry about anything. And then when you get your family and you give them, let's say if you hit for 200 million, if you hit for 200 million, your family's first reaction is going to be, okay, how much you giving me? Exactly. And then at the same token, it's like you being you being you it's like okay i understand that i got 200 million let's say after tax it boils down to let's say half of that let's see let's even say 60 million let's just overdo it let's say 60 million you get at the end of the deal it's like people will feel like 60 million is a a lot of money and that's only because of where we came from and where we're right at. so when you think about that and you're like okay i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give each of my brothers and sisters a million dollars right I got six brothers and sisters. You know what I'm saying? So six million dollars, okay, bam, that go six of it gone. So I'm at sixty four. Right. 
So when, but just saying, when you think about it like that, this is the stuff that actually happens to people's heads before it happens. Right. You know, so all these transactions happen in your head before it actually take place. And when you get it, it's a whole nother story. It's a whole different, cause there's other things, other parts that play, you know, in the, in the situation. Right. But grow, I mean, growing up, like you never, you never fathom or imagined that your brother would be in the NFL. Right. That, that whole situation, it's just a matter that that person, that somebody so close to you is like that successful. Right. The the part where me, my mama, my, my other brothers get to eat off that, it never, re- it don't really click. You know what I'm saying? It's not really effective because it's not really something that we, we doing. You know what I'm saying? We still got to work every day. Right. We still, I mean, he helps out, of course, but right. that's not like. So you don't feel there's a need for him to have to do anything for you extra? Like, even oh, though no. he has signed a contract, no, you don't feel there's a need for him to have to do extra. Athletes go broke quicker than anybody because of how how helpful they try to be to their families. Right. Obviously, a lot of athletes come from the bottom and they work their way right. to where they are. Um, a lot of athletes come from poverty. A lot of athletes have multiple siblings. Right. So he's smart. Like he's not like no dumb athlete. (laughs) Like he knows exactly what he wants. He knows how to save. He, he just, he's just got it. He got it together. You know what I'm saying? Even, even if he didn't go to the league, he was going to be straight. Um, So when he, when he was growing up, did you ever, did you ever look at him and and say, okay, I can see how bad he wanted. Like, did you really look at your brother and say, okay, he really wants to, he really wants to either go. Cause I know he was playing baseball. He wanted to go to the um, NFL or MLB. Um, what, what was your thoughts? Did you know he wanted it really bad to be a, a, a professional athlete? I don't think it was about him wanting. He's a competitive spirit altogether. So it wasn't more so. Like, oh, I really want this. I, I can't. I can't wait to do this. He's just one of those people. Like, I'm. A, I gotta win. Whatever right. I'm doing, I gotta win in it. You know what I'm saying? I don't think his his real heart was in that particular sport. Mm-hmm. And the same with other things. Like, you may not always be. Um, your heart may not always be in something that you're really good at. Right. But you, you know, you're good at it, and you're able to be successful. Right. Shit, enterprise. You know what I'm saying? Like jobs. When you yeah. when you good at something, just because you good at something, don't mean your heart is in it. Right. A hundred and ten percent. Not saying that he doesn't have love for the sport. Right. But um, I've always known he was good. So so and with that being said, so if you know you knew he was good, cool. You ever started to prep your life for the takeoff? Like you know what I'm saying? I know one day my brother gonna be a professional athlete. What can I do to go in that same direction? Because obviously you haven't been working at your craft or what made you want to be in sports management? Like what, why, why sports management? That's so crazy. Cause I've like, that wasn't like something that I, you know what thought of until I would say, I guess when he got to college, you know, I would play around and say it, mm-hmm. but you don't never really think like, okay. He going to the league. Right. I'm about to be his manager. You know, you play right, around right. with it. You play around with the thought. And, but more so it was what I liked and what I love to do. Right. I coached um, younger kids like at high velocity and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I like that. I love coaching. I love, you know, watching people grow, watching people be successful at something they might like to do. So, yeah. 
So that, I mean, yeah, that's crazy. So, you know, I I just sit back and I look and I'm wondering. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, if if I did have a sibling who had went to the the league or um, a family member that hit the lottery, and it's crazy because you you never know somebody's true character until you're put in a situation like you said. You didn't right. like you don't know their true character. You don't know um, how people can be or how people can think of you once you're in a situation like of course you hit the mega million tomorrow you hit the mega million and for your family it's like they hit the mega million and in your mm-hmm. head it's like okay all i did was play a lottery ticket you know it's 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 kind of being the the first child to go to uh college in your family being the first child to go to college um it's kind of your obligation or do you feel like it's kind of your obligation let's say if Let's say if you do become successful doing your own thing, let's say if you start your own sports marketing company or you do once you, you know, if you do take that route to uh, follow your brother and manage him and other people like your what you do, what do you do past then after you do lay your own foundation and become successful doing that? Is it your obligation for your family to be brought up underneath you? Do you feel like it's your obligation? I feel like. If you if you take your family members with you, it's more of a weight list lifted off you because mm-hmm. you're not helping as many people. You know right. what I'm saying? You're not feeding as many people. Right. Because um, what's the saying? You can give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day, mm-hmm. or you can teach a man a fish, and he'll eat for a lifetime. Right. So that's the same situation. Um, if you have the means to to help someone become just as successful as you, and I think that's that's more powerful than anything. Right. So. If we get to that point and we're able to help each other, we can help more people. We help more people in our family. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So everybody eats. Everybody eats B. That's crazy. I, it's just crazy to me, honestly, because it's like, okay, cool. So you got your brother in the NFL, and it's like, well, do you ever sit back and be like, okay, I'm 28. He's 22. I mean, not saying, you know, success is defined by what you want it to be defined by. If you have a, a stable job, you have a, a car, your own car that you actually did pay cash for that you have. So you own that. Um, you got your degree. You have your sanity. You have good health. Uh, then you consider yourself successful, you know. But a lot of people, like even for myself, like some of the things you what you consider success may not be what I consider success. You know, if you come from a family that's alcoholics or that are addicts in any way, shape or form, if you dodge that bullet and want a separate path, then that could be, yo, you know, how I feel that I'm successful. If I dodge from being incarcerated or, you know, being an alcoholic, being a drug addict, um, having multiple baby mamas by the, you know what I'm saying, by the time I'm 30 or being a deadbeat father, that could be also considered, you know, success. So for you, you know, when, when, when do you consider you and your family being successful as a unit, knowing that your brother could potentially go past just, you know, this, was it a four-year contract? Mm-hmm. So a four-year contract, because after that, after the, the bag is secure and, you know, he's been healthy, you know, he's been playing, you know, making a name for himself, which he already got, um, just making a better name for himself, then that opens up the doors for more things, you know. Then, like I said, it, it, you come along and you like to do, you know, your sports management thing, so you're his agent. And then everybody goes, okay, cool, you know, cr- course press releases are going to come up and conferences and everything going to be like, okay cool your sister is managing you she's your agent and then they'll come to you like well actually what does that mean for you what's your next move you know you you know you definitely don't want to 
baby or shelter him. But it's like, okay, if he works well with you and you're his manager, that's perfectly fine. But at the same token, it's like, what you, what's your next move if you 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 do be if your family does become successful with him going past this four year contract? But to kind of go back on to the first question you had with what do we define as success or what I would define as success before um, Avante actually made it to the league, I felt. I felt comfortable, I, mm-hmm. you know, because success to me is stability because mm-hmm. that's something I didn't have growing up. So right. when I, re- I feel like I reached that um, once I graduated college, I was able to sustain on my own even before, to be honest with you. And I was able to support some within my family right. and still am. Um, so I've already reached my point of success. Obviously, you always want to go greater. You always want to go higher. So if the time presents where I'm able to do greater things because of my brother's status, then all by all means, that would be phenomenal. But I'm already here, right. <laughs> you right. know, personally. Um, so I feel I'm where I would like to be. Um, but it's always, you know, it's always room for growth. Right. So, yeah. So and and, and that's what it's about. It's really about growth and maturity. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, like I said, as you keep growing, you know, what you look at as the success may change over the years. You know, yeah. it, may, it may definitely change over the years. But, you know, my thing is this with family members thinking that, OK, if if you hit the lottery or if you get a scholarship to play football, that's and really what it is. NFL, like, a scholarship is nothing but like a lottery hit because it's a lot of talented people there's a lot of talented brothers mm-hmm. that play f- great football a great game of basketball can run a, um, a cold mile but they never had the right eyes on them they never had the why would they be running the mile i'm just you saying. mean like the 40 i'm just saying like okay. people that can run fast okay. not since you want to be uh specific okay um or technical but yeah so it's, it's a it's a lot like it's, it's people out here doing great things but they'll never get seen because they're right. doing it in the wrong places. They'll never get seen because they're around the wrong people. So how how should they be doing? I'm saying, so what, So would it, was there anything that led up to you? Like, okay, like I said. It's okay. a path. It's a, it's, a, it's a path that you must take, and everybody knows it. You know, in order for you to possibly go to the draft, you ain't about to just come off the street and go to the draft. Right. That's not how it works. Right. You got a process. It's a path you got to take. And he took the right steps. He took the the course that everyone should be taking mm-hmm. if you want to be successful. He made the sacrifices to be where he is. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and then even us, shit, we made the sacrifices. Right. You know, you know. So, I feel like it kind of reverts back to what you consider successful. Mm-hmm. You do what? One of the first graduates out of your family. One of the, I, I'm the only graduate. Exactly. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying so. That's success right there. Right. Like when your family look at you, you are the successful one. Right. I mean, I had that feeling because right. before my brother actually graduated, it was me. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. But then now you're in a bigger pot. You're in a bigger playing field because that's, I mean, that's, we've had this conversation time and time again, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and you're like, what else do you want? Like, what else do you want? What do you mean? Like, so my thing is this. So you, you go to face the real world. So now... I'm successful in my family eyes. So there's a bigger picture. It's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, you want to say, okay, cool. It's just about your family or making your family proud. But the 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 ugly truth is it's not. So, okay, now we get past the family. So now you're successful 
in your family's eyes. You've been the first to graduate. You got a great job. You've they've seen you time and time have your own apartment, throw family functions, and and they feel good. Like okay, cool. That's the go-to house. If we throw a family function, that's where we'll be at. You know, you know, so forth and so on. But now when you get in a bigger pot and a bigger pool of people, you know what I'm saying, now you're competing against, let's say, the Ashleys of the world who, you know what I'm saying, although you necessarily don't have necessarily more, but it's like, what else are you cooking up? You you Maybe you want more. So it's like, now how, where does your success level lie? Like I said to you, yeah, you're successful from your standpoint, and that's great. You know, Avante, he's successful from his standpoint. He's successful from your standpoint, but... The next, the next step is you gotta go past that. So now, how do you measure your success? Because now you we're gonna look past that. You will never be successful if you're not happy. You will never be successful if you're not content with what you have. Why be content though? That's what I'm saying. So if you're because content, okay, good, a uh, good content, not like oh, just content. Because there's always room for improvement, for growth, um, which is crazy because. A lot of marriages, and this is random, but a lot of marriages fail because nine times out of ten, when you have a child or children and you guys are putting everything into that, you know, making sure your children have X, Y, and Z and giving them all your time and attention and everything is centered around your child. By the time your child gets old enough and they grow up and then they move out, it's like, okay, we spent 18 years trying to develop and grow this human and now what do we do exactly i don't know anything about myself i don't know anything about, about you. you i haven't kept, i haven't you know kept growing with you i haven't made enough time for us so it's crazy so when you say that it's like yeah that's fine but what do you like what what else is next like what do you do you know what i'm saying so it it is about being happy yeah cuz at the cuz at the end of the day you got to think about some of the people like Think about the Bobbies and the Whitney's. You know what I'm saying? Think about people that 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 you consider successful, but right. in their eyes, they weren't content. Right. Now, where where are they? People die. Right. People lose it all. Right. Because they wasn't happy. Right. They wasn't content. So really, they wasn't successful. It's a mind thing, more so. Really? You know what I'm saying? How I so? Think so? How so? I think so. When you you, you got to think about it. like you can it's people that you see on the internet that you think successful right now right right that ain't shit they ain't got it right you know what I'm saying so it's 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 all in mind but I'm saying you said don't have it so if you look at if you look on the internet let's say if you know if you want to do let's say podcasting or mm-hmm. stand up comedy or if you want to do uh, skits or bodybuilding when you look and you see a platform where let's say a bodybuilder has 1 million subscribers or 1 million followers on Twitter. They got the blue check mark. They're verified. Yeah. Okay. Why, why isn't that considered success? Like, why isn't that? Or let's say you say, um, looking at some people on the internet that's successful, some internet comedians. Stop or some- right there. Stop at your first question. Why isn't that considered success? Shit. It is. If they happy with it. Cause that's my thing. You got to be happy with it or content with it. If they content with that blue check. Oh, I'm successful. I got the blue check. Right. Then they they successful. Right. It's a it's what you consider. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. what you consider ultimately. Yeah. That's Dante cr- might not even consider himself successful. While we're saying he he's right. successful, yeah. he might be like, man, I ain't even got what I need yet. He right. looking at he ain't looking at other people's bags. Right. What what he got? He right. just got that. Yeah. I didn't get that. So which which is crazy as well, but and that's crazy. Even like you know what I'm saying. 
just going back to that blue check mark on, on Instagram, which is crazy because to me, I'm like, I'll see so many people that are on the uh, internet or I'll see so many people that got X, Y, and Z amount of followers. And I'd be like, yeah, but you ain't verified on Instagram or you don't have that blue check mark. So it's like, do you remember when you first saw your brother with the blue check mark? Do you do yeah. when he was verified? He, he actually texted me. Yeah, I remember. And he, I said, like, they, they told him he was verified or he just got on Instagram and it was on. No, nah, they don't. I don't think they announced it to him or anything like that. It just kind of pops up. But this was this why he was going to pit? Yeah, he was still at pit. Uh,. He was, no, he had just graduated. I'm sorry. Okay, and he got verified. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's just crazy, like just having that that verification. Like I'm Avante Maddox. Like I'm. But him. that's the thing, though. That's somebody else telling you you successful. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So that ain't it. Some people content with having a hundred k followers, no check mark needed. Yeah. I'm successful as hell. Right. I got ten thousand followers. Yeah. Whatever the you know situation is. So. That's that just goes back to it. That's a good thought, though. Yeah, I mean, cause I'm just like, man, if I had five thousand followers, and it's crazy, cause I'll go to Instagram and I'll like, I like to follow links and pictures and click on different stuff, and I'll see some of his um, college buddies or some people that are in the NFL with him, or most of them be like college buddies. They're in the, uh, they're you know, they're on you know the Big Ten network and all that, and they're always mm-hmm. doing really good. Now looking at them, oh, this person only got five thousand followers, but it's like okay, you go to U of M and you the number one point guard, you the number one quarterback there for the next four years. You, yeah, you big right now. You or Ohio State quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like, and even if you go from having uh, you'll always be that person. So even if they don't, let's say if somebody that goes to Ohio State or Michigan right now, once they leave, they're verified. But once they leave, that check, they, they're verified. It doesn't matter. Even if they don't make it to the NFL, they're still verified. Right. So that may be success. Like, it doesn't matter. You know who I am. My name is verified. But people like that, they won't matter. They don't, like you said, they don't care about a, a blue check mark to a person like me to be verified on Instagram. I would love it. But I don't have, like, a necessary real status in life like I'm you know I'm very necessary I'm very important you know <laughs> but I don't feel like you know what I'm saying I'm that important so if I get that blue check mark I'm gonna be like oh yeah oh yeah I'm everything oh, you're the man, yeah. I'm the man I, to me you know there but there you go so and it's, they, you said it it's to me to me yeah. like everybody else might not be like he's he ain't said that nigga doing that shit right then and there right he where he at he ain't doing that right but it's to you because it's always going to be somebody more successful than you. It's always, always going to be somebody more powerful than you or have more money. Mm-hmm. But it's about your mind, your mm-hmm. state of mind. Right. Yeah. So that's just what it is, man. I mean, I just think it's crazy. I don't know. I was just sitting back and I was thinking, I was like, you know what, man? That That's crazy. Like, somebody's so close to me, like, that, like, I didn't grow up with your brother, but I feel like, you know what I'm saying? I remember seeing him, like, grow. I, I watched him grow up. Right. I didn't grow up with him, but right. I watched him grow up. Right. So it's like being around y'all for that long. And then I, I never thought, like, it was always talks. Like, okay, yeah, Vonta, if he goes, da, da, da. But it was like you never you never think, like, it could be somebody that close to you. And it's right. crazy because, you know, I just, to me, I just wonder how he feel. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's where I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to talk to him personally mm-hmm. just to see how he feels. Like, you're in the NFL. Like, I, I get on this page. I remember, I, I think you said he was the captain the other day. Yeah. Um, and that was insane. Versus like, the Giants, everybody just want to put that out there. That, baby was the captain. That's insane. I'm like, the captain now. You know what I'm saying? I see time and time again where people are shot, shouting him out and telling him doing he's doing a great job. He's a leader. Um, 
He made a great captain. He makes some great decisions. You know, it, it's just insane. This 22-year-old man, and that's what he, a 22-year-old no man. man, why not? What yeah, is he? He's done what he's had to do. He's handled his responsibility. He's worked hard. Um, he can support his family. Uh, I think to to me, I think he's very selfless. Now I don't know a lot about Vontae, but I think he's selfless. Like, oh yeah, he's he's, very, a, he's the most humblest person I've ever met. He's in my very life. humble. It's crazy because I remember the day after, um, or I think it was the same day he had got drafted, or maybe it was the day after. It was the day. It was the same day. Yeah, and we met downtown Detroit, and I just. I didn't see a smile on his face. He was just, I mean, Vontae always smiled. I did see a smile, but I didn't see like this cocky attitude about him or this aura that was just a little bit off. Like, okay, cool. This, he didn't got drafted. He about to be acting suck up. Or he, we walked in, I remember walking in Bucharest and I'm like, he about to yeah, be looking around. He about to be looking around <laughs> waiting for somebody to come up and ask for his autograph or something. But he was just so chill. He wasn't being extra trying to hide his face. And to me, that speaks volumes because it's like, I'm still a normal dude. Right. Like, I'm still a normal dude. I remember right. I wrote him on Instagram. I was like, I asked him, can I do an interview with him? And I'm like, you know what? He got that blue check mark. He is not going to write me back. <laughs> you know, because when I see that blue check mark, right. I'm like, man. So I'm like, he ain't going to write me back. He literally, he, he I did. I don't even know why he did. Marty could have texted him. I'm, I, yeah, I could have. But I'm saying, I just wrote him on Instagram. And it was just like, honestly, it just felt good because it was like, I actually know him. Like, I know, yeah. like, obviously, I wouldn't. I would never go to Vontae actually anything, but I honestly feel in my heart that if I ever did go to Vontae, even if, not even oh for some money, let's say if I was in Philly and I said, well, you know what, I need somewhere to stay, I wholeheartedly believe Vontae would take me in and treat me like, you know what I'm saying, family for real, for real, you know what I'm saying, or like I'm one of his boys that he in the NFL with, you know what I'm saying, oh, I, I really wholeheartedly feel that if we were out somewhere, he would make sure, you know what I'm saying, I enjoy myself, one, because of the love that he have for you and he know the relationship that we have. So knowing that's so okay, that's that's my best that's my sister's best friend. I'm gonna make sure he's straight. You know what I'm saying? I think he likes to take care of people around him. And it shows through his game when he plays. So he really likes to make sure people are good. He he motivates people. You know what I'm saying? He really carries, you know what I'm saying, his team and he does a really good job. So I he's I feel a leader good. and a protector. Like that's like two of his traits that you everybody will notice about him if you ever meet him for sure. It's just and it's normal. Like he really is a like he really is a leader. Like I said, he's selfless. Like so that's good, and it, and and it feels good to actually hear that coming from a family member. Like dang, this is actually this is Vontae. Like you don't have to sugarcoat yeah. anything. Sometimes I mean honestly, like you knew him growing up. You could be like, man, growing up, Vontae was all this person that, but he he wasn't. He's the same person that you see on the field. He put everything on the field, and you can see in his leadership what type of person he is. So mm-hmm. and like I said, I didn't really grow up with him but I watched him grow up and so it's like dang I, I I've watched a few of this game I watch people on the pit website I've watched you know people put up videos of him on Instagram and I've looked and I've I've read comments underneath his pictures and nothing but great things everybody is always complimenting or saying x y and z or they're looking forward to him doing this you know so um that's just huge so. Yeah, y'all follow him on Instagram, 2Live underscore AM. Follow me on Instagram, underscore sort of a big deal, y'all. I should have known that was coming. I'm just saying. I, I forgot to do all that when he said announced it. Caught me off guard. Y'all. You did. You were, uh, you were actually shook. Um, Wait a minute. Hold on. Announce myself. So, you know, just wrapping up the episode, um, Ashley. What up? Just uh, five things you would have to have in order to be successful from a 
materialistic standpoint? Like what are five things you absolutely, if you, if you hit the mega millions tomorrow, what are five things you want to buy off rip? Um, Hmm. That's a really good question. Audi. Audi. I like the, uh, what series? BMW 750. Okay. I just been seeing that and that is a nice beauty there. Okay. Um, I would buy a big, beautiful house off the water. Never really want a house. Indoor pool, but outdoor pool. Indoor pool. Indoor pool. You ain't really doing it till you got an indoor pool. Indoor pool. What yeah. about an indoor pool? Heated, heated indoor pool. Ooh. Heated floors. Oh my God. Okay. Um, Maybe like seven bedrooms. Seven bedrooms. Mm-hmm. That's a good number. Material, I would buy. Everybody always say, I'm going to look out for my family and friend, but that's it. Like, you, you, you don't really feel good until you. You make the people around you feel good, I feel like. But do be, does it become a burden when it's like, okay, cool, you just hit the mega millions and your family keep coming to you and it's like, oh, you know my baby right here, right, her right, right. two fell out. So that's the thing. This is what I would do. I would divvy it up. You know what I'm saying? You, you got your amount that you need and then the difference, take it and give it, divvy it up. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. This person get this much, this person get this much, blah, blah, blah. So you do it for yourself. I think people say that too. And then when they get it, be like, nah, I think I keep all this. That's what I'm and saying. I just give y'all what y'all need. So that's, that's where the kind of, and that's another thing, which is another topic I'll discuss in a later episode. It's crazy because it's like, when you can say what you're going to do until you're actually in a situation where you hit the mega millions. Right. You know, so it's crazy. That's why I'm like, okay, you, a lot of people can say, you know, man, if I go to the league, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I got you, I got you. You know what I'm saying? But when you actually go to the league, it's like, do you really have your family? Or let's say if a person goes to the league and your family, you like, man, I never imagined you going. And then you be that person to keep going to them for money. I mean, you're not that person. But, you know, certain family members can be like, oh, I'm about to go. I'm about to go and ask him for X, Y, and Z. I'm about to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Or, oh, let me, th- like I said, go back to that. Oh, my baby just had a tooth that <laughs> fell out. You think you can be the tooth fairy? Because I ain't got it. And it'd be that that simple. Like, are you serious? Like, yeah. like this is like a parental thing. Like, your baby tooth fell out. Give her a damn quarter, <laughs> a nickel, or whatever you can afford. Right. So, it's just crazy. So, that that's where the. Five things, though. Yeah, I don't think more. I can come. I don't think I can come up with five things because those things kind of come. A new wardrobe. Now the house has to be. Uh, let's go back and you know new construction. You know what I'm saying? I Modern could, I construction. Could think, I could think of one thing you might. What? You you know you might need to buy like what about like the best deal though like the best vibrator. I don't think I would. Buy I one think of. you would need to. I don't think I need one. Like, I'm pretty talented with all. Actually, I'm just saying like a self vibrating. I real what? life a self vibrating <laughs> real life what dick that in, real life ejaculates dick. into the girl so you don't another dude don't have to have sex. I don't sex think with that's that expensive. Okay, well, they I make I, those pretty cheap nowadays. I, I don't buy those. Get so on I'm... Amazon, boy. You buy whatever you need. <laughs> they make them wet mouths for you too. All right, that's that's enough. <laughs> so I, I mean, would probably buy a never-ending amount of Red Bull. If anybody's listening out there who would like to make me very happy, green Red Bull. Okay, so Red Bull. Hopefully, um, I can get you another Red Bull if you want another Red Bull. <laughs> I said but, endless. No, no, you ain't getting no endless. Um, but no. I, Honestly, I just want to say for real, thank you for actually sharing that. Because I mean, you don't know a lot about somebody, and, or a lot a person don't know a lot about themselves, or what what they gonna say until somebody put them on blast. He's like, "Dang, I never thought about that." Right. Or if you have thought about it, it's good to let other people hear. Because it's like 
well, dang, man, I got a family member that went to the league or I got a family member that might be going to the league. You know, is things going to change for me? Should I be this way? Should I ride their fame to the end? You know, it's like it's eye-opening because you don't – a lot of people can have distant cousins or family members that are actually in the league and you like, oh, oh, you know – um. Larry Bird, that's my cousin. You'd be like, no. Nah. But a lot of times, a lot of times, somebody might be related to Larry Bird and they didn't got so distant, you know what I'm saying, so far out there. It's like, oh, that really is. But, yeah, Larry doesn't really talk to us or, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So it gets crazy because families can't distance themselves. You could be a real distant cousin and really real life be related to that person. So it's something to bring awareness to because it's like, dang, what if you do have somebody or, you know what I'm saying, what's the outcome if, if your family member do go to the league, or what's well, your next move? What that what that rich homie saying? Uh, never depend on another man's hand. Although this may be true with what we're discussing as far as like a family member, mm-hmm. close friend, someone being extremely successful beyond measures, right. um, beyond what you could have ima- imagined. Never depend on somebody else's hand. Always get your own bag. Always secure your own bag because when you do that, it, it it opens the doors for the the opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even with that person. If you sitting there begging, they never gonna look at you like you're able to help them. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? They're never gonna look at you like that. So do your own thing. Stop depending on people. Cause one day they might need you. And they're not gonna look at you for help. Right. Because you always asking them for help. Right. I can I I think about like certain people that's always asked me. I would never look at you as a benefit. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. will always be a sacrifice I've made or or a hindrance. So right. get your own back. Cool. Get your own bag. Um, like I said, just wrap up the episode. I really want to thank Ashley for coming out, yep. speaking on no her problem. experience with her brother, Avante Maddox. She already told you his name. Follow him on Instagram. Check his game out. He's legit. Once again, my name is Martez. You can follow me on Instagram at Martez underscore for show. That's F A S H. Oh, let me follow him, y'all, because I ain't even. That's some bullshit. <laughs> um, just stay tuned for the next episode. Uh, we'll have a follow-up episode probably sometime, um, soon with Avante Maddox. So, yep. stay tuned and uh, look forward to that episode interviewing Avante Maddox. Fly Eagles, fly. <laughs>